Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Green Lit. Boil, toil, toil, and trouble. No, no, no. He said, uh, double, or uh, bubble, bubble, <laughs> I'm in trouble. Bubble, bubble, I'm in trouble. You're in trouble <laughs> if you're expecting not to have a good time right now. That's right. Because you're about to have a good time. <laughs> this is Jackson here. And Lauren. And we are here bringing you a greenlit episode of the classic 1993 Disney film. Really? Hocus Pocus. For yeah. some reason, I thought it was more like 2003. I, truthfully, I thought the same. But nope. Huh. 1993 Disney film Hocus Pocus. Yeah. So... Before we get into Hocus Pocus, before we get into all that, something that actually Lauren has not seen before. This was Lauren's first yeah, time seeing I Hocus seen Pocus. This movie. Yeah, it had been a while, so it was essentially like the first time I had seen it too. But before we get into that, let's talk about sort of our uh, our drink tasting our of the evening, our beverage of the evening. Lauren, all take right. it away. So at first I thought, okay, I want to make something that's like a witch's brew, and then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, we kind of just did a green one, greenish blue one for Alien, um, so we should do something orange for Halloween. So my mom used to make this punch for our birthday parties that did not have alcohol because we were children, um, but it had 7-Up club soda and lime sherbet or strawberry sherbet, depending on the theme of a party. You know, if it was a princess party, it would be pink. If it was, uh, I think I had like a nature type party and, you know, like Mm -hmm. there was a lady who brought snakes to my house and stuff. And so that was when we did the lime. It was swampy. Um, but yeah, so we want to do orange and I am a dairy free person. So we got some mango dairy free sherbet and mixed it with orange soda and lots of tequila. Yeah. I poured Ah! in. (laughs) Go on, keep going, keep going. Well, no, I poured in like a quarter of the bottle of tequila and then Jackson was like, keep going, keep going. So I poured in like just over half of it. Yes. And then we were like, oh man, it's kind of strong. But, well, granted, we also had two of our friends drinking it along with us. True. Granted, it wasn't just us drinking the whole two liter bottle of soda. Will and had about a sip and then true. said no. Blake had about a drink. Lauren and I finished off the rest. So, yeah, well, we, we are in the process of finishing off the rest. True. We do have some true, drinks. Do you want to clink? Sure. Let's clink. Let's clink for the... Probably Ooh. heard that. Probably heard that. It was a solid clink. However, for it tasting a lot like tequila, it hasn't affected us that badly. Yeah. So I would say I'm halfway in between Alien and Emperor's New Groove, if you listen to our other episodes. A pretty pretty solid place to be. Emperor's New Groove was a little, uh, (laughs) I don't know. It was pretty solid. It was a fun one. It was a fun one for sure. Okay. So... What do you what do you rate this drink, Lauren? How how have you enjoyed it? This drink, I mean, it's pretty good. I wasn't sure how I would like the mango and the orange, and we did have some orange juice on standby in case yeah. it was gross. Um, but I'd say it's a solid like seven and a half or eight out of ten. Yeah. I feel like the orange soda almost enhances the tequila in a way, and a way That's that you fair. can taste it more. So it's... we might have been better off with like orange juice and the sherbet. Maybe a nice little tequila sunrise plus sherbet. Yeah. Well, Minus without the, the grenadine syrup. Grenadine. <laughs> so really only ki- only half uh, of a tequila sunrise. A tequila really. screwdriver yeah. with sherbet. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, it's a, it's a solid drink. Yeah. Uh, the, well, the, and I will say the sherbet the makes sherbet it... The sherbet adds. It's very, very good. It you know, it definitely... It. I mean, I would say if, if the orange soda enhances the tequila, the sherbet diffuses the tequila because you get some like a... A little bit of that creamy stuff. It's almost like the drink yeah. has to pass through that when it goes into your mouth. It's that very, is very, very true. Good. That is very true. All righty. 
That's drink talk. Now, if you would like to join us, we just told you the ingredients. So yeah. pause this, go to your local grocery store or go <laughs> to your pantry slash fridge if you have these things standing by. Or just grab a little drink of your choice, settle in, and listen to our greenlit episode of Hocus, Hocus Pocus. Pocus. So, shall we get into a bit of specs, Lauren? Sure. All right. So, as I said before, Hocus Pocus is a 1993 Disney film directed by Kenny Ortega. We'll get to Kenny later. Written by David Kirshner, Mick Garris, and uh, a couple other people, but those are hmm. the main ones. This stars Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, Kathy Najimy, Najimy? I'm not mm. sure how to pronounce your last name, Kathy. Apologies. Come Omri, on, to discuss. Exactly. Omri Katz, Thora Birch, Vanessa Shaw, and I think those are the most important people. Great. So, that is your cast. Stacked those are your cast. specs. Let's talk a little bit about what this is about. I actually, I pulled up a great summary, and now I lost it. Look at me. Oh, no. Look at me. I got it, though. I got it. Uh, th- uh, mm, yes. In the year 1693, sisters Winifred, Mary, and Sarah were executed for practicing witchcraft. Just before their execution, Winifred made a curse. A curse that when a virgin lights the black flame candle, they shall return. In 1993, 300 years later, Max decides to light the candle in order to show off to his irritating kid sister Danny and his wannabe girlfriend Allison. Now the three witches are back, ready for a night of fun, magic, and horror in the modern Salem on Halloween. Nice. It's pretty good. So it's a pretty good description. You might know this if you listen to The Green Light and if you're all caught up, but we recently oh. watched Hubie Halloween, which yes. also is set in Salem yes. on Halloween. Well, and it's actually cool because both movies actually were largely filmed in Salem. Yeah, it, no, the houses and everything looked very familiar. You can, you can tell that this is the same place. So, Hocus Pocus and Hubie Halloween canonically in, in the, the same, same universe. universe. Absolutely. In the same universe. That's it. We got it. <laughs> so, shall we get into a little bit of trivia here, sure. Lauren? This is kind of my new favorite part of the Greenland episodes. I love talking about the trivia. So, he loves trivia. Let's jump in. I do love trivia. I'm a trivia fiend. Trivia, <laughs> trivia ghoul for the, ghoul? for the times. Yeah. Okay. So, Hocus Pocus actually originated as a bedtime story written by the writer for his kids. He then <laughs> submitted this bedtime story to, you heard it correctly, Muppet Magazine. Where it gained recognition. Muppet Magazine. Sorry, they had a magazine? I don't know if it was like for the Muppets or if it just also happened Maybe to be it was named like Muppet Jim Magazine. Maybe Henson affiliated. Maybe, but I huh. am disappointed that is well, I would to assume my knowledge. Lo- like Muppet Magazine sounds like one of those like kids magazines. That like, seems you right. know, I got Cricket Magazine. That's like a literary magazine. I got Highlights. I got the American oh, Girl Magazine. Don't don't even talk about Highlights. Woo. Highlights? Okay, Woo. I made everyone in my family crafts from Highlights for their birthdays for years. Highlights was great. It was highlights great. Highlights was great. But yes. I'm sure it still is. Submitted it to Muppet Magazine where it gained recognition. Later, obviously, became the film Hocus Pocus. Yeah. I'm actually going to skip around a little bit, sort of in chronological order a bit for these facts. So Disney actually bought the script in 1984, nine years, well, I guess probably eight years before it was filmed, and it was originally titled Halloween House, and it was originally supposed to be a little scarier, a little darker. However, it obviously morphed over time and came what we both saw tonight, and you might have seen tonight as well if you watched it. Once you cast Bette Midler, this is the movie that you have. Exactly. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Uh, so Hocus Pocus was also actually, it was released in July. Yeah. That I not, did know. Not a great time to necessarily release a Halloween movie, and partially due to that, 
it kind of flopped at the box office originally. It didn't do super well uh, money-wise, and critics also kind of did not like it. And so it, it didn't become the cult classic immediately right off the bat. And it was partially released in July because it was to avoid conflict with Disney's other big release of that year. Lauren, do you want to say what that was? The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, two heavyweights of the Disney yeah. Halloween canon well, released and I will in the say, same year. Nightmare Before Christmas is another movie that I thought came out in like 2000 three or four in my head that's when it came out and i cannot believe it came out in the early 90s yeah it's almost 30 years old oh my god think about that one <laughs> no put that in your orange drink and continue drinking it <laughs> so let's talk a little bit i always love these facts about like who was potentially going to play who hmm. so the role of max actually almost went to leonardo dicaprio Huh. But he turned it down. Do you know what movie he turned it down for? Uh, What's Eating Gilbert Grape? Yes, ma'am. I know you love that movie. so I, I do. Well, I love his that. performance in that movie. So thank yeah. God he did What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Yeah. He would have done good in this. He would have done well in this. I agree. But What's Eating Gilbert Grape, like, as I've said many no, times, sure. he should have gotten an Oscar for that. Yeah. A slight tangent, but sort of on the topic. So uh, on the topic of very well-known actors in uh, sort of Halloween or scary themed things, the best episode of Goose, the Goosebumps TV show I knew ever, you were going there. ever <laughs> is the one that has Ryan Gosling in it. Yeah, it's uh, it's the Shay, Shay, wow, Say Cheese and Die one. Yes, which but is I think a great, only part great one because yes, I think correct. that by the time they mm-hmm. got around to doing part two, Ryan was Gosling too was big. too big. And truthfully, it's actually really cool. So I, I believe, um, I forgot the name of it. I believe Goosebumps is still on Netflix right now. So if you're able to watch it, watch that episode, even if that's the only one you watch, because from that, you can see how good of an actor Ryan Gosling is. Well, compared to everyone else there. He is is (laughs) leagues ahead. He is miles ahead, streets ahead. He is so far ahead of any other actor in that. And it's just really cool to see him so young and acting in something like that. I think it's really cool. Uh, Another person who was going to play, potentially going to play a role, Jennifer Lopez auditioned for the role of Sarah Sanderson. Huh. Yeah. See it definitely would have been a different Sarah Sanderson, but she would have been great too. Yeah, she would have, she would have, but obviously it eventually went to Sarah Jessica Parker. SKP. Yes. Speaking of Sarah Jessica Parker, she's actually related to someone who was accused of being a witch during the Salem witch trials. Wow. Yeah. She went on this some some TV show in 2004 where they like traced her lineage and they found out that she was related to someone who was accused of being a witch. That's a cool show. Yeah. That sounds like a cool show. I don't know. Interesting. I, what show is it? I mean, that sounds like something I would want to watch, to be honest. Let me see if I can pull it up. It's just one long commercial for Ancestry.com. I mean, it's pretty much what it is, yeah. essentially. Oh, God. It's Ooh, gonna... We watched uh, one of those bite-sized horror things on, I think, Hulu. was called yes. uh, MeNA. Yeah. And it was about uh, oh, 23 yeah. and Me type deal. That one was pretty good. Anyway, it was very short. Uh, so check the out show, Bite-sized Halloween. Yeah, the show was called Who Do You Think You Are? All right. <laughs> yeah, it was her 10th great-grandmother, Esther Elwell. Wow. Yep. Esther Elwell. She for, does sound like a witch. Yeah, she was arrested in Salem, Massachusetts in the late 1600s for committing sundry acts of witchcraft and choking oh. a neighbor to death. Wow. Sheesh. Uh, her, I feel like that would be the first charge, not the witchcraft thing. Yeah, right. But it, uh, her case apparently never went to court. She escaped with her life, and the uh, accusations ended. Sheesh. Uh, but Sarah Jessica Parker cool. said it has changed everything about who she thought she was. I mean... Pretty strong. Well, considering the Salem fair. witch trials as a whole were kind of like a scam. Yeah, yeah. That's um, a bit far-fetched IMO, but, yeah. you know... 
uh, go for it, yeah. SJP. Go for it, SJP. Anyway. We'll talk much more about SJP's performance we as will. we continue. <laughs>